All right, Dre. So can you, uh, those two documents, the one for the class today and the sign-in sheet, can you send that in the chat to us? If you don't know how to do that, uh, don't worry. But can you try first um, while I get the meeting started? Thank you. I'm going to read from my phone because I want I want y'all to all have it so we can read it together and like y'all have an idea like where are we going with this thing. Welcome to Returning Citizen Association. My name is Ricky Gaines. Thank all you members for showing up on a big time playoff day. We got 10 people live and direct. Um, I'm so grateful. I'm so honored. Um, we got a pretty big day. Today is uh, January 22nd and we got some stuff going on. Now I just want to talk to y'all about it. But before that, I want to tell you guys what our mission is. Our mission here is to increase the economic, political, and social capital of returning citizens in the United States. It's a big, big goal. We think about thinking globally, but acting locally. We got members here that's in different communities, and everyone in your community is important. Uh, our goal here is to reduce the recidivism rate. So uh, one way that we say that we have control over doing that is uh, those of us who went to prison and came home, Went to jail, came home, never to return again. We have direct uh, control over reducing that number if we can control our actions. You know? Uh, my name is Ricky Gaines. Like I said, uh, I'm the founder and president of this organization. Uh, we have some uh, very important members here that, you know, have way more experience and uh, way more uh, knowledge and information to, to share with you guys. So I won't uh, spend too much time with you. I want to uh, give it. I start our intros with uh, one of our members, one of our board members. I am Nina Clark, as you know, and for those who don't know, I'm Nina Clark. Um, I'm Ricky's coworker also. He came to me with this great <laughs> ideal and I listened and I thought about it. I say I didn't have friends and family going to the penitentiary in and out and I am definitely in for it. So say less, Ricky. So here we are. Um, We've been doing this since March, and I really, really been enjoying the group. You know, we still got to work on a magazine, but right now we got the event going on and other stuff going on. We've been getting a couple of donations, and it's and it's going good. I just had a birthday yesterday. I'm thankful to be here another year because you know Happy most birthday, people Nina. Happy birthday. <laughs> most people don't make it. But uh, I'm happy to be here, and I love every one of you guys. I'm glad you guys are staying in the group and everything. It's going to get better. Believe me, it's getting bigger and better, and I've, I've seen it. I've seen it because we started from, like, three people, and now it's done blown up. We finna do events. We about to blow up, y'all. I'm telling you, it's going to be real big, and, Wait, and Donna, I'm putting that in the atmosphere. Donna, why are you there? Let me just show you something. Like, I'm wearing this hat in honor of one of our members, one of our beginning members, uh, in honor of Katie and, uh, and Rail. So, you know, we just want to give a shout out to them, them two right quick, Nana. Go ahead. Yeah, shout out to Katie and Rail. Hope they come back to the group. But um, you guys, you have a good group today, and I'll see you guys next Sunday for sure. But I'm still enjoying my birthday. <laughs> I'm, I'm, out of, I'm in Stockton, so... Um, Next next week, I'll be there for sure. You guys take it easy, okay? Have fun, Nina. Thank you. <laughs> Don't get lost. Come back to us. <laughs> um, my name is Andrea Gaines. I'm Richard's wife. I am a business account executive at Vexus Fiber. I've been in the communications industry for about 20 years. 
me and Ricky co-own Capital Gains Publishing Company. And we I also do Returning Citizens Association. We have four girls between us and five grandkids. And I'm just here representing people who have been affected by the carceral system. I reconnected with Ricky back in 2009, and that began my prison journey. And it's not for the faint of heart because it's definitely stressful. You know, there's emotional and psychological damage that goes on both ends. And, you know, there's just a lot of trauma involved with that. Um, I was going through some things and I found my old like paper that he sent me, like all the things that are required when you go into prison, like what you're supposed to wear and all the different rules. And then when you get there, you know, you get treated like a criminal. You know what I'm saying? So that also is traumatizing because then it feels like you committed a crime. And you're like, I- I- I'm just trying to support my loved one and love on my loved one, you know, but then you get treated like you did something wrong. You committed a crime and then you're being watched and stuff. So it, it just comes with with that, I'm also here to support the economical, political, economic, political, and social capital of returning citizens, which is so important because the journey to, you know, your goals and just getting out and being able to walk that path and what that looks like comes with so many different challenges. So, you know, a support system is needed, and that's what I'm here for. So, I'm going to pass it to Kurt. What's up, everybody? As y'all know, um, my name is Kurt. I'm um, Ricky's um, cousin. I'm here for support of the group. I'm here to support for my cousin. I'm here to learn from everybody. I'm here to um, show respect to everybody and all their accomplishments that they're getting. I'm here for that support, too. So anybody who's trying to do different things, to uh, have support with that. And then most of all, I just want to give thanks to my cousin for using his energy for what he learned from the inside and come out and do something positive. He could have got out and did a whole bunch of different things, but he's definitely using his energy to do something positive and try to change people's lives. And that's just like a big plus. And I think that, you know, people should recognize that um, as well because he could have got out and did so many other things, but he got out and got family orientated. and. Uh, and just wanted to decide to do something positive for everybody in the community. And uh, blessings for that. Blessings to him, blessings to his family, blessings to his kids, and blessings to everyone that's on here that's making a change in their life. Not that whoever. How y'all doing today? All right. Just sitting there enjoying it, watch these Niners do what they do. But yes, my name is uh, Marcus Sanders. Uh, I'm a returning citizen also. It's been about uh, almost 17 years I've been free. Um, just doing what life allows me to do. You know what I mean? Stay within these boundaries and these guidelines. But I wanted to also share a story with you guys about since I've been on this meeting, I've I just realized that um I've been in I've been depressed for like the last like two months. You know what I mean? And I was trying to figure out what it was because uh, it's like I my motor wouldn't start, you know what I mean? And my homeboy got sick this, you know, got a life sentence about three months ago. And that's been whooping me. I'm trying to get my bearings back. You know what I mean? And just being on here with you guys is helping me be able to get some healing. And then I can get back into the fight of getting back home. You know what I mean? So um, for me, uh, um, this is what this uh, um, this organization has allowed for me to be able to get some, uh, get some balance and get some direction on where I'm going and what's going on with me, with myself. And uh, just like what's now saying, that mental health is something. It's, it's a cold piece of work. You know what I mean? And I just want to let everybody know you have to, your mental health is, man, you don't think you, you just like, oh, I'm stressed. No, it ain't. you got something else going on. You got to try to figure that out. You know what I mean? To get that balance. But um, 
pinch out the bigger view. Okay, I see Andrea. But yeah, for, uh, for me, it's just more of information and being a part of the movement because like sister said, it's about to blow up. And when she said that um, we got, um, we got the, uh, we got the shop coming. I mean, uh, um, the, um, my brain is working weird today. Um, the, uh, Don't worry about it right away. Cause I want to pause when you just said something, but that was so powerful, man. Like for us to admit some things, first of all, yeah. about like mental health and depression and all that stuff, bro, that's huge because like, I still got these hangups about it. Like that I was raised with, right? I never talked to a professional. I was in jail and all that stuff. I ain't telling them nothing. Right. Yeah. Like Denise would say, because some of that stuff can be used against us, or at least that's the way we think about it. Right. Or we used to yeah. think about it. And so uh, the whole idea about this non-clinical uh, uh, support group where we can talk about this stuff, we ain't got to worry about nobody going, you know, telling yeah. people about something I said, you know, that's huge, bro. And then like to have a space where you can say that, man. Yes, bruh, indeed. You know, that's, yeah, man. You know, I just want to, um, I'm, I'm glad you didn't think of it. You couldn't think of the name of our fundraiser event. We, we got it's, it's called Rebuilding Lives Fundraiser Event, right? And okay. it's all about uh, our theme is nothing about us without us. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So we are all an integral part of that, and we'll talk about that more. But I just want to highlight that what you just said, bro, because that that made me. I'm taking my notes, but that made me stop. Wait a minute, because this is what we all about. And if how did it did it help? You know, like. You said before, like you was something was going on, you couldn't get your motor started. But now, since we've been having these meetings, like give us some ideas, like what's been going on with you? Because probably some other people have that feelings. They don't know how to uh, uh, articulate that out, and like, like just just talk about it. It don't have to be perfect, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Thank you, for bro. sure. Yeah, I just wanted to um, to be able to just share that with you guys. And on top of, uh, I've been out of work for almost a month because the rock slides and all this stuff. But I got mortgages still get to pay, so you know these different things. I'm moving around things in order to make sure, understand me, we can still be floating. And I just, I got a blessing yesterday. I got a phone call from a boss. He's like, man, we're back to work tomorrow. So, you know, that, that'll help out, you know? And it's just that, um, just being able to have that conversation with yourself about what's going on. Cause me and my wife was talking about it. She's like, I'm like, I've been down since bro, you know what I mean? Since they railroaded bro. So it's like, I can never really get, get my motor started. And I'm, I'm the head spear of getting him back. So, this is allowing me to be able to um, get some energy to be to do what I do and just get my, I got to get myself right in order to help him. You know what I mean? So I have to do self-improvement, self-reflecting in order for me to be able to get my balance back to where I know, you know, I could do the best work. I don't want to miss a beat when it comes to him so we can get him back home. You know what I mean? So at the same time, I still have a life I got to live. So, you know what I mean? It's just uh, um, being a, uh, being responsible, being grown. You know, these are things that come with it and being compassionate about something that somebody else is going through. You know, homeboy, you know, homeboy not. That's that's that that's a hard one. You know, but it touched me because we was very, 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 very close. So um, you know, that's the main thing. And for this, um, for me to be able to get on and to speak about it allows me to be able to heal. You know what I mean? And be able to talk to some people like-minded also. You know what I mean? I don't have no big hand. I'm I'm 54 years old. I don't you know, I don't give you know, as they say, I don't give a shit about what nobody think about me. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, but I I'm amongst my people, so I can tell them what's going on. And and like you said, information is for somebody else to be able to say, okay, well, this is what's going on with me right now. To they self, they may not tell us, you know what I mean? But it's like uh, um, these are the these are the conversations you have with yourself, and it's like depression and these type of things, those are bad words. Like, what's wrong with you? Weak or something? No, I ain't weak. No, we're weak about that. It's just that, man, life can, can be too much sometimes. You know what I mean? 
and you have to slow it down, you know, and I don't have nothing to keep me busy. I built a roof. I put a roof on one of my buildings out here. I've been busy, you know what I mean? But I'm like, uh, it's just not enough, you know, so I'm just trying to um, just get some balance, you know what I mean? But this has been good for me, so that's why I'm on here. And it, it got old, it got old Richard, as your wife called you, Richard on here. So I'm gonna, you know, support the movement, rain, sleet, or snow. You know what I mean? Man, we thanking you, brother. We thanking you, brother. Sure. And let me pass sure. to somebody else, but let me just say this before I go. The brother talk about uh, being out of work for a month or something like that and like all the other challenges. You know, it's the economic challenges, right? Mm-hmm. But the brother haven't stopped supporting us, y'all. Yeah. I say we need some money for our building. The brother right there. You know, so I can't tell he out of, he out of income work. <laughs> <laughs> you know but thank you, bro. We'll come back to you, man. I appreciate that. All right, man. for sure. All right. Uh, let's go to Denise right quick. Hey, Denise. Oh, hey. How you guys doing? Oh, I'm, I'm glad he brought that up. I'm Denise Coleman. Um, There's a lot going on today. Um, whew, I'm just trying to get my bearings. You know, um, I'm a domestic violence survivor, so my neighbors is arguing right now, and it's kind of like got me in my red zone. So when you see my red... My red light, because I always got this thing, red days, dark nights, you know, so it kind of calmed me down. Um, but I, I work for Solano County in mental health. Um, sometimes I'm just trying to be in the solution just to get up every day and just function and deal with everyday life. Um, as for me, returning citizens, you know, they've, they've just kept me. I just love coming in and hearing the stories because I wish my father had a group like this. I wish my my cousin, I got a cousin struggling down there in San Diego right now, you know, that I took care of in, in jail. And, um, you know, unfortunately, when we have these relationships, he tried to rebuild his life. He had an apartment and everything. And, and he, you know, tried to rebuild his life with the wrong girl. And so now he's back starting from ground zero again. And so um, I try to get him to come on the call, you know, but, um, it looks like I'm gonna have to probably go to San Diego and just pull my cousin out of that. Um, but he has to want to do it. I can't do it for him. So this just kind of like reminds me of the struggles that you know we go through. I sent him the link last week, but he didn't get on. He said he fell asleep. I even told her to get him up, and I said, "Let me just let me just meditate on this. Let me just like do you know right now. I need to focus on something positive. Um, I'm trying to focus more on my family." And in that meeting yesterday, Ricky, um, what I learned about that, I didn't realize that sometimes we do need to go to other people to help us intervene. And when our peoples go to jail, like my family needed that. I needed support when my sister was in jail. You know what I'm saying? My family needed support. You know, we lost a lot paying for my father to get appealed. We lost a lot, you know, so we don't think of what the families, you, you guys brought that up in the meeting about um, people reaching out. And if they need a family member to come help a family member, I never realized that, no, we didn't have nobody to call. So that's been on my mind a lot too. Like, wow, yeah, we could have used that. So I I think this group is um, more than just us. It's like, wow, I'm going to have to tap in with some brothers down here in San Diego to see if they can help my cousin, you know, and get him back on track and get him back because I don't want him going back to jail. You know what I'm saying? And that's what happens when we become unhoused. And just because you get off parole or probation or whatever, it's a it's a daily struggle. And if he get into any trouble, it's back to prison, you know. So um, we don't just do this for ourselves. We do this for our family and our family members, because I want to see 
my family members do better and myself. I want to do better. I don't want to go over there and knock on that door because if I know if I knock on that door, I'm going to be fighting with dude because we can already had some like problems. And he he's an abusive man next door. And I'm just like, I, I can't right now. And today is the wrong day. <laughs> you know, and I don't want to be on the phone calling the police like, you know, so I'm trying to be in the solution and be in this group and be present. So that's what I'm doing right now. So if y'all hear some yelling in the background, just know I still live in the projects. <laughs> All right. Thank uh, you. I don't know. I was just saying thank you. Like you, you always, I tell you, like the first time you come here, like you struck me, struck me as like my sister, the way you were so blunt and so like, man, like, I don't know if anybody know my sister, rest in peace with Keisha though, or Keisha, but she is so direct and uh, like, that's how you struck me and um, it always struck with me. So, and we appreciate you and we're here for you and we're here for, uh, you talked about a, a, like, that's like another component. Like, like we have people here. I know y'all already work. I know y'all already do stuff. Don't you know this brain back here working? We, because when she talk about supporting families, who got people in jail and they don't really know what to do or how to do it, right? Just a phone call sometimes or something like that will be um, supportive. Uh, yeah, so we got stuff going on and we're going to really roll this thing out. But let me uh, let me pass it to uh, Jesse. My name is Jesse and it's been a good week. Um, I've been doing little things here and there with some, with a few organizations that I've messed with and, and they all right. Like right now, they uh, they got so much money down here in LA right now for the, for the groups and organizations that they paying you $700 to go train to be a construction worker. They paying you a stipend every week so that you could go learn and they paying for your tools and stuff, you know? But it only be like two or three people at the time though, when you got a whole community out here, you know? So I'll be telling people, I say, man, you, you was in it, you know somebody in it because there ain't nobody that walks on this earth that don't know nobody that's inside some kind of system. You know, so um just been enjoying myself, man, and um uh, working to make a better way, man. You know, live each day a little bit better than yesterday. And as far as the therapists, every time I get a chance I talk to mental health therapists. You think I was a millionaire as much as I talk to them. <laughs> hey, hey, because, you know, I tell them, I say, I don't know what was wrong, but I used to, I, I obviously answer the people inside the penitentiary with life sentence. When they say, how you doing? I say, I'm all right. Knowing I wasn't all right. If I was all right, I was going through some kind of mental breakdown. You know, so every chance I get, I talk to them, you know. Yeah, every chance I get, man. So it's it's a it's a good look because it's nothing but you looking at yourself, and and you know you to figure out how to do some different things, how to meet some new friends, how to have some different associates, how to sit up around some people with lots of money, because now when you're inside, you get to sit around with people with lots of money, you know. So it's a learned trait. Just like all the negative traits that was learned. So we just push them aside and do the ones that uh that's gonna have a better ending for ourselves so that we could be a better ending for others. And it's just about showing what what the individual can do. You know, that's it. Yep. Thank you, brother. Okay. Yeah, my name's Tank. Uh
Well, this has been a mixed week for me. Uh, so uh, on the good side, I had my first uh, little interview uh, for a job. So hopefully I'll get it. Uh, went to the Goodwill uh, resource. Wait a minute, uh, wait a minute. Let's give my hand. Let's give my hand. Let's give my hand. I'm going to down there, y'all. Yeah. Let me hear that. So, Come on, brother. Start so, on. so I went to the Goodwill resource work center. And um, so I filled out a bunch of papers, uh, interviewed with the guy. And, um, and he's... Uh, Referring me to a job site, uh, and uh, I'll see if I get get that work site. Um, so, on that side, it was good. Uh, on the, uh, you know, um, dealing with my, uh, you know, re reunifying with my dad and them. So uh, that's a battle right now because we're so separated and we can't figure out. He's doing dialysis, so we can't figure out how we're gonna do that. Uh, so. That's a little battle right there. And then I had a little battle with the uh, parole. Uh, they won't fill their portion of my social security out. <laughs> I did all my parts, but I'm waiting on them. <laughs> uh, I didn't call them several times, left messages, everything. They didn't call back and said, we're coming, had me waiting, never came. <laughs> but told me not to leave and don't go nowhere. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, uh, other than that, though, it's been good, though. It's been good. Uh, still in school. Um, so uh, working on that, you know what I'm saying? How's the finances, though? Um, how's that? Well, still struggling a little bit on that, you know, waiting waiting for them to uh, see if they're going to give me the money portion again. You know what I'm saying? So, so uh, we'll see. Uh, right now, right now, I don't know when if they're gonna refresh it or not. Uh, I know a couple of weeks ago I was in class and they tried to uh, ask me about a grow class or something like that. So I don't know if that affected it or not. But... So uh... and when I asked him about that, y'all, because uh, Tank finally got on some kind of general assistance of my down there, so you know it gives you a hundred, hundred fifty dollars a month, a month, and food stamps. But he got it one time. He got like $160 or whatever. But I'm like, where is it coming? Where the money at, bro? He ain't, and he's like, where the, where the money at? So, you know, uh, I was asking about that, trying to get an update. So yeah. let it, let us know, man, when it come. If it don't come, let us know too, though, all right? All right. All right. Thank you, brother. Uh, chop, chop. Chop, chop. Where you at, brother? That's up, like, man, I got to take care of some business. I'll talk to y'all later. <laughs> but he in the building, though, you know? Chop Chop present. Chop Chop ready for this god dang on uh, uh, a Zen Garden, y'all. And that's what we gonna, we going to pitch it to. There you go, right there. Chop Chop, what's up, brother? Hey, uh, today, uh, Vietnamese, Vietnamese New Year. I say uh, hello to everybody. Happy New Year. My name Chop Chop. I'm done 29 years, man. I just get out for one and a half year. So I still wait for the committee to give us the piece of land, space to create a garden. And right now I have no job, so I hope my brother to manage the restaurant. You know, Linda did. Do some porter, janitor. And I stay free time in my home, I do my garden. And me, and I also I happy to participate to return citizen association. And future we will go bigger to create a gen garden. 
You got that right, brother. You got that right, yeah. brother. We all... And uh, the, the, I like to, to, to create a garden. I have the chance to speak to my community. You know how the fat I am. I move forward, looking for the future, to teach the kids, you know, how to connect with the nature, with the dirty, the soil. And also we create a garden can call a training job, life skill, you know. What's up, Rick? What's up? I still wait, we still wait for what happened. They don't give us some space for us. We create a garden. No, nobody gave us a space yet. We uh, so we got things that we always asking and we always trying to strategize ways to. Like it's hard for people to give give us stuff. Like give us stuff. Like I don't really like people giving me stuff anyway. I mean, no, just say that, they don't right? need to stop. But at them for the space we create a no, garden. No, no. You know. Not for us, just, for committee, you know. I know, I, I'm just being yeah. a little bit sarcastic about the whole giving stuff. Let me yeah. let me explain what I'm yeah. saying to each other. Yeah. So, so when it comes to people giving up a, a space to do something, like that's a whole lot of stuff that go with that. Because cause people are, are worried about their liability. And what it means is that if something was to happen at that garden, at that space, people don't want to be held liable, held responsible. So, so there's a lot of details, like business details need to be worked out, relationship stuff. And we're on, a, we're on a track to that. Trust me, we are on a track to that. We're going to have a, a Zen garden in multiple locations. Like, I'm speaking that stuff to existence. Um, it's just a matter of connecting with the right people. And, like, what we're doing is we legitimizing ourselves, y'all. I want y'all to know that. Like, we're legitimizing ourselves. Like, we started this organization in March, you know. And every day, every week, every month, every, you know, every year, um, it's about to be a year. Our event is going to be like our our, our one-year anniversary, right? Um, we're getting better. We're connecting to the right people. So when it comes to, like, getting a, a space and all that kind of stuff, like, we're working on that, bro. Um, and I wish I could just uh, clap my my hands and make it happen. But, you know, um, unfortunately, uh, I mean, I meant you too. Unfortunately, like, it's not that it's not that simple. Like, uh, we just coming out here. Remember, we just come from doing a life sentence, brother. We just come from doing life sentence. That's how I know you. You know what I'm saying? So... Uh, we got to build relationships out here. We got to uh, do our part, you know, and, and, and we are well on our way. Trust me. We are well on our way, brother. And I thank you for supporting us and uh, being a part of us because, man, you are us, bro. You are us. You just Vietnamese, but you us, so, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, man, you're right. Mm-hmm. Um, let me get into what we're going to um, talk about a little bit today or um, I'll leave it off. No, actually, wait a minute. Hold on. We got one more person. Where you at, brother? I don't see you on my screen. I'm going to unmute you right now. Go ahead, brother. Yeah, man, you gotta introduce yourself. Oh man, uh, peace and blessings to everybody first. You know what I'm saying? I'm glad everybody see. I am Ramon Day. I am a returning citizen. Um, I damn near forgot, <laughs> but thanks to y'all, I'm remembering it a lot more. And, and more and more as we go along, um, with these zooms, I'm seeing um just how I wouldn't say I got away, but like. I guess uh, I just don't think about it. I just don't think about it. But anyway, long story short, um, now more and more, especially like when I go home, like today, uh, like how Marcus spoke on mental mental illness. I think we all got a little bit of it somehow, some some way. Um, I think this is enlightening when people get together in the same room and share some things because you can learn from it. I mean, because 
you could get three different people on the same balcony and they all gonna have a different view. But somebody like trees, somebody like the sky, somebody like the dirt. You understand what I'm saying? And the information is vital because we didn't always have it. And then we always lived up under this uh this false, this false sense of I I'm a man, and if I say something about something bother me, then I ain't a man no more. And that's just it's just not the case, man. We didn't got so normal with all the bad shit that happened to us, and we didn't normalize it so much that we don't think we need help. And this right here is helping. Um my wife said today, well, why don't you stay home and, and, and do this home here because you could just watch the game. But she ain't understand. I need to be here because I get more from it when I'm here. And and it's helped, man. Y'all don't know how y'all helping me. I ain't fine. Like, with the jail and all that. Like, when I say I block it out, it's probably a reason I block it out. But being here and talking about it, it helped relieve probably a whole lot of back pressure that I put to the back. So trust and believe when everybody share these stories, man, I'm grateful for y'all sharing them with me too because some of them truly touched me. Because, you know, like I said, the other thing is, like, um, I was blessed enough to have a home when I came home, a car. You know, I, I had a lightweight start. And, like, to go through some of the tribulations that, that y'all brothers be sharing with me, um, I don't know if I done went right back in because I'm kind of ignorant and stubborn and don't want to ask for no help. So I probably would have did something that, you know what I mean? So all this is helpful, man. And I appreciate every last one of y'all stories, man. And always thanks for sharing. And that is it for me, Ramon, the returning citizen. Thank you. Yeah, oh yeah, that's my man, Ramon. He he travels, y'all. He travels, he works in the evenings and he makes his way all the way to our location from Sacramento. And, you know, Sometimes we we have a long beating. Sometimes I promise today we went. We're not gonna keep y'all long because this game and all that stuff is going on. So uh, we can uh, let me get into what we talk about today. I just want to thank thank Ramon because he he really makes the effort, and that's important about all of us. He ain't the only one though, but he is next to me, bro. Thank you. Uh, what y'all talk about, man? What y'all saying today makes me want to change the change the thing. Makes me want to like. Because we, so, all right, everybody go into the chat, if you can, and read this paper. I want us to read this paper. I just want to, um, I'm going to read it out loud to y'all, and y'all can see, y'all can follow it along, or uh, somebody else can read it, if you want to. Whoever, um, do, do we got any volunteers? You want to read it wrong? Okay. Well, I do, let me, let me show right quick. All right, we start at one, or the whole, all the way to, from top to bottom. Top to bottom. All right, what it says is a uh, class title resource switchboard plan for returning citizens, a harm reduction approach. Objective is to provide citizens with tools, resources necessary to increase their economic, political, and social capital in the United States. The class description being this is designed for members of the Returning Citizens Association non-clinical support group, which focuses on harm reduction strategies for resources planning. Topics covered will include, number one, <clears throat> budgeting, financial management. Participants will learn how to create and stick to a budget, manage their money, and access financial resources such as grants and loans. Number two, employment and job readiness. Participants will learn how to prepare for job interviews, 
They'll learn how to write uh, resumes, access to job training and placements as well. And number three is housing and shelter. Participants will learn about affordable housing options and how to access emergency shelter and long-term housing support. And number four is healthcare and wilderness. Well, I'm sorry, wellness. <laughs> Thank you, bro. Participants will learn about affordable healthcare options and how to access mental and physical health services. Number five is education and training. Participants, participants will learn about educational and training opportunities, including vocational training and college programs. Number six is political and civic engagement. Participants will learn about their rights and responsibilities as citizens and how to engage in the political process and advocate for policies, for policy changes that benefit returning citizens. Building a support, oh, number seven, sorry. Building a support network. Participants will learn about the importance of building a support network and how to access community resources and social services. And number eight is self-care and stress management. That's very important. Participants will learn about the importance of self-care and stress management in the process of re-entry and how to access support services. All right. So, I mean, that's a lot. That's a lot. That's a lot. That's a lot. But uh, when it comes to this kind of stuff, like we have to do it like this, y'all. Uh, we have to do it like we have to know the whole plate or like the whole picture first. So that we can break it down into these little pictures. And what I heard Marcus say something about uh, uh, mental health, and then I heard Denise talk a little bit about self-care with her red light, like she has a signal to herself. I got a red light it's about self-care. And then we have another one about uh, Ramon said, I need to get out. This helps me get out. So we were just going to tackle the whole self-care part. Uh, what was that one that said about self-care? Number, number eight. Oh, self-care and stress management. Participants learn about the importance of self-care. The stress management. And stress management process of re-entry and how to do it. So I want to take us back to... What's that? That's a lot of people don't know that these kind of services are, are open and available. And that's our point about creating a resource switchboard or a resource uh, planning sheet. We need to know where this stuff is at when things is going wrong, right? Or things is going right. Um, and, and remember uh, last week I talked about what are the barriers and the challenges to getting to, to some of this stuff. And then we were talking about identifying and evaluating those resources. So so today we talk about a little bit about self-care and, and uh, stress management and what kind of resources can, can, can help us with that. Thank God that y'all say that returning citizen association can help you. Woo! Because it's important. That's the whole purpose of us. But we only, and every week is a lot. Don't get me wrong. Week, weekly means is a lot, but it's not daily. Shit happens every day, every hour sometimes, you know? Uh, so I just want to open it up a little bit um, about the whole self care and stress management and try to like, um, think about yourself and like what you what do you think you need for your self care and your stress management, and then we'll go around like that, and then then we'll talk about maybe like what are the resources out there if, if we haven't researched that stuff yet 
then I want us because I want us to do some research, y'all. I want us to go get some information and bring it back to our group because that would make us stronger, right? Because we need to have a a organization data data sheet, resource planning sheet. That way we can direct people that need that stuff. You know, when they call us, like I say, shit happen every day. Not just on Sundays that I'm talking to people. I'm talking to people all throughout the week. And it's becoming increasing, y'all. I'm stressed the hell out a little bit, you know? But 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 it's for a good cause though, you know? So I just want to open it up and um uh maybe I'll call on Dre first and I'll tell us a little bit what you think. Um um how uh like <clears throat> we say stress management and we talk about like uh what that thing said, uh stress management and like learning about the importance of self-care. Self-care. And as it relates to reentry, it don't have to relate to reentry, but we got shit that goes on with us because our history, right? And then also, like, what are the resources out there? So, like, you know, some people work and they talk about the EAP program. Y'all can talk about any of that stuff because all of us, because a lot of us don't know that stuff. And even myself, I worked and I got access to the EAP program. I haven't used it yet. Something just happened on the job. Well, let me tell y'all this. I, I didn't mention this. Something just happened on the job last Friday. Man, I did a wellness check, y'all. And uh, I walked in on, 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 on uh, had to go check on my client. It's, it's, it's a cold story, long story. But, man, I seen a dead body, man. I'm really, like, my client, like, people that's, like, a good guy, you know, okay. But I walked in there to check on him. I mean, because he ain't, he ain't answering the door. Got a card on the on on the door. Yeah, bro, he was in a deceased. And what keep messing with me is y'all y'all don't know. I came here last week, and y'all it was a great distraction, man. This stuff is helpful, man, because I was going through it. But I was like, I need to I need to talk to my people, and I had all those uh, the other distraction is planning this event, keep my game focused, keep my mind focused, keep me you know in meetings and stuff. And I can, I don't got time to be, uh, you know, but I am. So yeah, I had to. I, mean, I walked in there. Ooh, all I can see is these dark, dark hands, y'all. You know, people light skinned and it, uh, you know when you deceased, like all your the blood and, and the circulation go away. So um, I just peeked, right? Because I, I mean, it's my job, man. I'm supposed to do something, man. But I'm like, I ain't supposed to see dead bodies, though. You know, that ain't part of my description. So anyway, y'all, yeah, this stuff happens every day. I, I just want to open up to y'all about stress, the self care, stress management. What kind of resources do we need for that stuff when that stuff comes up? Um, and, and, and Marcus missed a little bit of y'all, so Dre, let me go back to you, but you can reiterate a little bit what I said so we can know what we're talking about. And um, he he is definitely a catalyst to this. Uh, while we pick a number eight, self care and stress management. Go ahead. Okay, um, I'm with Jesse. When Jesse said earlier that he's taking advantage of every resource he can for any kind of therapy, any kind of counseling. So I have a job that has an EAP line. So they approved me for like six sessions. So, you know, I've done therapy in the past. I'm sorry. What is EAP? Employee Assistance Program. So if you have a job where you're able to take advantage of that, I would. But a lot of times... There's free services. So, okay, so I can refer to my daughters. So here in the community, they have family counseling. I mean, you could just Google it and you call like family counseling. I think I paid 40 bucks for eight sets or $20 for like eight sessions for my youngest daughter. And she's been going to therapy for probably ever since her dad died, which was two years ago. She's been in and we keep her going. 
she's all right, but it just, it makes her feel better being able to talk to somebody who isn't related to her, ain't a friend, who's a professional, who give her, you know, on the outside looking in. So I'm supportive of that, you know, and I do that. And then for myself recently, um, because, you know, um, I have my full-time job. I have my things on the side. I have kids. I have husband. And then we're being stretched, right? And I'm in school too. And I failed last time. I fell in this time. So I feel that. So I, I already know. I called the EAP line. I'm going to talk to somebody and, and unload. I can't always unload on my husband. That's not to Riggy. You know, that ain't fair to him. But if you... If you can, you can, and and you don't have to have a career because there's so many programs and things designed for that. Like even me, I'm in school for that. I'm in human science class, social science, human science, anyways, science degree for human health and the social service, right? Which would be like counseling too. But, um, and, and aside from that, there's also uh, ways to, so you don't always have to have money or have a career, you know, because there's just so many options to be able to seek um some type of service and i think the family counseling here in my area they are funded by um they're funded by what's that called um oh my gosh i've been donating to them forever uh i think it's um oh my gosh it's one of those uh we donate to them united health or united anyways we donate to them and they everyone donates to them and then they're the ones who pay family. Like they give, they get grants and they get money for this stuff. So they're funded by all the donations that are received by other people. Um, so that's why I was only able to pay 20 bucks for eight sessions, you know, but through my company, the lady who I got approved for six sessions, she's like 140 an hour, but it does help to talk to someone and forget that. If you feel like that, we are, a digital age. You can just Google something. You can, you listen to a book. You know, right now I am listening to The Power of Positive Thinking by um, Norman Vincent Van Peel. And that's awesome. Like he's giving me all kinds of tips of what to do and what not to do. And then the other day I pulled up a, a YouTube video for 10 minutes on like relaxing. So I was at my desk following along talking. She the man's just like telling me to breathe and do this and do that. And that made me feel better in the moment because I have a hectic job. Um, coping for me. Coping for me is uh to be honest, like working out. Like I like to go to the gym and kind of work on me. And I like I like that because the two reasons. It's something that I'm getting for myself. And it's me paying myself for the release of stress and some good health at the same time. And like when I go to the gym, I don't just do just lift weights. Like I'd be all in the yoga class and all that, like trying to learn how to breathe and stretch my body right because people just think yoga is a form of stretching, but it's kind of like deeper than that because it teaches you how to breathe better, you know what I'm saying, to teach you uh, give you a lot of mind control and discipline because sometimes, like, when we stressing, our body is wound up like a rubber band, and it could pop at any given time. And so, 
like when I first started doing the yoga, because you know, especially us as black people, we under the impression that yoga is for white people. And this is not true. I mean, and I know a, a couple of people when you get into it, you're probably going to enjoy way more than lifting weights and all that. It did a, it did a lot for me. It made me more flexible. It let me know just how wound up I, I am or I was. And it's, it's, it's just all over good. And, and going to the gym, like I say, ain't nothing benefic- more beneficial than knowing that you actually paid yourself because we pay PG&E, we pay SMUD, we pay the life insurance people, we pay Bank of America, but we don't be paying ourselves. And that's what we got. We got to pay ourselves sometimes because if you look good, you feel good. Then you got a good spirit. And that's what we be, that, that, that's the goal. That's what we searching for, a good spirit. Because everything else around us will be good after that. That is my own personal self-care. Um, and I will highly just one of y'all, y'all go out and try some yoga and tell me how you feel about it. Well, don't go just for one day though. <laughs> That's it. Thank you. Got it. Welcome, brother. Uh anybody else want to add something to that? Y'all gonna nice fine, bro. Y'all I meet yourself with I mean this is about us, y'all. Um, I'll be talking about self-care and uh, stress management. How do we do it? What do we do? What do we need to do it? Go ahead, brother. Well, that's funny that Ramon said that because I just downloaded an app about stretching and bending and stuff like that. Kind of just, just like yoga. And I had my mat out and I was, I've been, that's what I've been doing for the last couple of days. Stretching. You know, when you get old too, them bones get to acting weird. You know what I mean? And it, it's, it is about breathing, but just um, like you say, paying yourself, you know, being able to just have that moment. So this is what I want to do for me. You know what I mean? Because I know it's going to better me later on. You know, but I just wanted to say that it was funny that Ramon said that that he right. Ramon was sitting up six foot five, six foot four, uh, two hundred forty pound cat up in the yoga class trying to bend over and stretch and all that. I said, I'm, let me try this at home first. You know what I mean? These old hips ain't that good no more. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I was doing it at my pace. You know, but yeah, I just wanted to share that. That was um, uh, yeah, yeah, that's a good one because for sure I just did it. You know what I mean? Thanks, Other than that, that's anybody it. else? Thank you, I'm glad you brought that up because I probably need to do something like that um, because I do know that meditation and breathing is a it, it affects our vega nerve and so even laughing like comedy and laughing in the vega nerve I guess that's that that feel good place that makes us feel good we were just talking about that um, last week so I need something to make me feel good um, this this group makes me feel good. It hits that vagin nerve because I'm able to laugh and cry and, and feel those emotions. Um, and I don't know, just talking about it, I guess God must have heard like my feelings because it kind of took away that stress I was having. I keep looking at my camera, just <laughs> like I'm more focused on my camera than the class. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, I definitely need to get into that. Um, Because I was just thinking about my rap plan. Um, And for those who don't know what rap is, it's a wellness recovery action plan. And that's a plan that you can get on your phone. um, And it helps you like when you're not doing well and you're in a crisis. Um, And on my rap plan, yoga is one of my, you know, I need to be more physical. I was just saying I need it instead of just walking at the grocery store, I need to walk my butt around a lake or something or get out and walk and um, get back motivated. And get back into the gym. So I'm glad you guys brought that up. That's definitely I can relate with that. Thank you. 
Um, Denise, I want to ask you about the, you said the, the red days and dark. What, what do you mean by that? Like with that red, uh, what does what that signify? It's so affective disorder. So like I don't sleep sometimes for like three days. Uh-huh. And so, oh, you so, got insomnia. Yeah. Yeah. So um, they like to like call it something else. It's like, no, my mind just don't shut off. So that's why I used to do the editing because I'll be up for like eight hours. But I don't do it no more because if I don't sleep, um, I start seeing stuff. And then I get super paranoid and super hypervigilant. And then I'll be ready to um, jump on people. Like I'm like super. So I had to learn. You know, they like to call it something else. They like to say, oh, you bipolar. No, I ain't bipolar. This is, I just don't sleep. I'm super, you know, growing up. My mind always racing. Yeah, my mind is always racing. My mind do the same thing. I'll be up three and four days at a time. So see, see, I see how this be helping us out. Like, I be thinking I'm a weirdo. Just, (laughs) I be wanting to go to sleep, but I'm like a baby sometimes when it comes to sleep. Like, if I feel myself falling asleep, I'll fight it. And I don't understand why, because I need it. Yeah. Because sleep, if we don't get sleep, man, it plays to our stress and our stress management. And I had to learn that the hard way. Like, why am I mentally? I'm not mentally ill. I just don't sleep. <laughs> Look, right. I don't, and you got yeah, to be well to have good to not be like at work. They have done everything to me at work for me to snap. And I'm like, wow, I wonder why I'm not snapping. It's because I'm getting sleep. I have to mm-hmm. force and so the red light's a, it's a coping mechanism. It's a coping mechanism. Like I either like the red light or I have a, um, it's this other light that I bought from this store in Fairfield. Um, it's like a, um, it's, it's a salt. Like I like to go to the salt room, the Himalayan salt room. So I get those salt box and it's a light in it. So I might have that going because that's healing. Um, and this guy has the store. He has a Himalayan salt room. So I might go in there. He has a massage chair in the room. And I forgot that two months ago I was doing that. I haven't done it for like two months. It's like a dollar a minute, but it's something about smelling the incense, being in the massage chair. And I just spend $10. Sometimes they forget I'm in there. I just be in there like meditating and um, and something about the lights. And then I looked at the people that when I was going to therapy, who I responded well to, it was the people that had like a certain light in the room, like a mm-hmm. orange something. Yeah, I, use. Yeah. Um, I've seen Puffy have like red light night. There's this one girl that I follow. She talks about red light therapy. Or what are is there something to that? Like red light therapy? Like she'll say to do that. Red all my life. You know, my father always had red on. (laughs) Like I don't know, red light district. I don't know. Uh, (laughs) It's just something. Even when I shoot, sometimes I use a red light. Like when I'm at people's concerts and stuff. Um. It's just something that just draws me to it's something that calms me down. Even if I, I could be amongst a whole bunch of killers, but if I got a red light, it it just calms me. And um when other you know, other friends might move weird, you know. Um, so it's just something that I do, something that I love. It's like it just I don't know, it shows me who the demons are and who's not. I don't know. I'm just all into a whole spiritual world. You guys <laughs> Thank you, thank you, Denise. No, it's all good. Thank you so much. Uh, I want to hear from uh, Jesse or Shaka. Let me unmute Shaka right quick. Think, uh, what do you think about the topic about self-care and uh, stress management? Oh, yeah, I definitely think uh, self-care is important, right? Uh, you know, one of the things I've been doing is, uh, you know, by, by being able to communicate with people and uh, socialize. My thing has uh, always been, too, uh, 
personal thing has always been like to be therapeutic is when I'm stressed, just throw on some music, just zone out, you know what I'm saying? Forget about everything, right? You know, yeah, you know, we used to do that in the <laughs> but 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 yeah, um that's what I do. Um but socializing is uh is what's really been doing it, you know what I mean? Being able to, you know, interact, you know, hop on the phone and just, you know, talk to somebody about something, you know what I'm saying? And that's been that's been very helpful. Thank you, brother. All right, I'm good, Jesse. Jesse, what's up, brother? We talk about self-care, stress management, man. What what kind of tips you can give us? And uh, what do you do? What do you need to like? Oh, oh, I um, I feel what they were talking about with about sleep. My grandkids ask me why I don't go to sleep. I tell old people don't need to sleep because we don't want to miss nothing. <laughs> but uh, therapy for me, I done the yoga, the tai chi. I done them. I enjoy them. I'm going to get back into them out here. But um, therapy for me is the learning process because that's what I did on the inside. I fought. I learned how to use the law, how to understand the law, and how to put it on paper. So that's what I've, I've been, you know, there's a lot of things that I'm working on. And that's one of the things is information gathering again. So pretty soon I'm going to have all the petitions ready to go for whatever they need, you know. So it's just um, sitting down and being observant and learning something and putting it in play. And it feels good when you are talking to somebody and they said that I'm trying to sign up for this organization. I'm trying to sign up for this company right here. And you better say, I got his personal phone number in my telephone. Hold up, I'm going to call him, and I'll call him. Bam, how you doing, man? Look, this dude trying to sign up with y'all. And be able to say, I know this dude. I've been knowing this dude since I was a kid. You know, that's, that's, that's part of my wellness and my self-care. Just being able to see, for others to see what I do, you know. This is sometimes it's just information, you know. Yeah, sometimes just information and getting old now. So ain't no more lifting no 40 pound boxes of McNuggets. <laughs> that's <laughs> right, brother. That's right. Sorry, right, brother. We got some. We got some I'm gonna say, to do, that's me. I'm, I used to be, I would want to eat. That would help me, but I can't do that no more. I've cheated too many times. It's, it's borderline, can't go there. But I was going to say for everyone, like for sleep, I always tell Ricky, you need to go down to come up. So it's mind over matter. Like you, you have to go, you have to tell yourself, I got to go down to come up. Like it, you have to get some kind of sleep. You, you feel when you do it and you force yourself to do it because you, it's mind over matter. You tell that motherfucker, shut the fuck up and go to sleep. It's time to go down. <laughs> okay. It's time hey, to go bro. down. Let me tell y'all something. Look, you hear what you said, right? It's so wonder we all here on the support group because it's this common thing. Mo say about sleep. Denise say something about sleep. Jesse say something about sleep. And my wife just talking about me about sleep. She tell me, go down, go down, go down. <laughs> go ahead, you can finish. I'm just saying, he said he was wondering if I get sleep. Hell no. Yeah. And the other thing I've been tripping on is this 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 massacre that they had in L.A. where the dude went down there to two different places and shot up the the New Year's party, the gathering, you know, and it's a trip because he made it from three different to three different places before the police caught up to him, you know, from one city in LA to the other city to all the way west across town. 
before they caught up to him, and now I say he's dead, you know? That's but bad, it's a trip because a lot of times when people see you doing good, a lot of bad things happen, you know? The people that have nothing to do with it. And, you know, being a, a former uh, full-time criminal, I I see how much the nonsense it was. And like when your wife was talking earlier about therapy, I used to ask myself, do I even believe the stuff that I even went and talked to the therapist about? Because it sounds like some straight nonsense, you know? But they sit there, they let you get it out of there, so you get it out your head, get rid of it, you know? And you go back and say, that was some straight bullshit. Yeah, that was straight bullshit, you know? Like when we was in there, you know, things happen, and it could be a five-cent piece of candy that's worthless, you know? And it, it goes all the way to the extreme. But now it's time to, to de-escalate it, get that nonsense out the way. And if somebody needs that five-cent piece of candy, we're going to go get him a whole meal, you know, and make sure he can hey, get brother. people money, you know? So that's why that's you important, bro. You know? Yeah. That you you know that thinking transition that uh, being able to wait wait were you done bro? Yeah yeah yeah. Okay. That uh, uh what did you, I like I like what you just said about the whole uh, what something was over five dollars uh, whatever value that was we now today we understand that it's just not worth it it's just not worth it like you're not worth the bullet that it costs you know what I'm saying so we're not trying to do that stuff no more and we trying to if it's that five dollars. That you're tripping off of, then let's give them the whole meal, right? Oh, oh, hell you, man. you know, yeah, you know. So uh, that's why it's so important here, brother, and um, all of you here. Anybody else has something to add? Because we went to Jesse, uh, Kurt. Kurt, what's up, brother? Come on. Oh, let me put uh, my hand there. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So I think in my case, the, the the main thing I think that was bringing like stress to my life that I was changing. For one, uh. uh I think your home life has to be good. I think that should be your sanctuary. You should be able to go home and like put down everything. I think if you got a chaotic home, even for adults and for children, your life is going to be chaotic. And then same thing with employment. Cause I just, you know, I quit a job. It was a good paying job, but I quit a job because it was just too much. It was just too much stuff going on that I just choose to just walk away. And it was a good paying job too, but I felt that that wasn't good for me and that it was, it was stressing me out more than what it was worth. So I think a good home life and and definitely doing work that you enjoy. That's why I'm trying to get more with the social group. And see, I'm going to use you for example. I think this social group having a responsibility is something that you care about, you know, even even like a job. Now I think this group, your your purpose is helping you with, with, with your therapy because you know you got 10 at any time you got 10 between 10 and 20 people on this thing that rely on you, that, that you brought this group ahead. So this responsibility, even though you get any story, is more than that. You know what I mean? Because these people rely on you to do this every week. You know, some people that look out for you because you provide resources, you provide something, and that's keeping you going. You, you being the answers that Jesse was talking about. You getting the answers for people, and you getting the, the, the questions and the, and the stuff that other people can't do. So I think this is helping you in that type of atmosphere, this work that you're doing on the side or wherever, however you want to call it. But I did want to ask the people that are going to counselors, because it always, we, we have that stigma that we talk about in the black community, but does it matter on race of the counselor and does it matter on the background of the counselor? Because how can you tell me, how, a, a, a white person that came from this and this and this, you read a book and you just know how social life is, but how can you tell me the stuff that we've seen in Pittsburgh? How can a white person that came from 
a different part of life tell us how we lived in Pittsburgh, how to correct our answers. You know what I mean? So I'm just curious, should be a black person that, 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 that can kind of relate to what we're going through? You know, I, I, that question is to people who have been sent in counseling, what they think, how did they pick their person or it really didn't matter because you found a person of your own ethnicity, ethnicity, I can't even say it, of your own ethnicity. Yeah. I heard you, but um, Kirk, Kirk, keep going. I just want to make sure, like, um, let Denise answer that question. Denise, um, pass it to Jesse, because Jesse got something to say, too, but because you had your hand up, I want to make sure you can um, uh, respond to what he's saying. Go ahead, Kirk, finish up, bro. Yeah. No, let, her go ahead. let her go ahead, because I'm curious. Yeah, I, I like that question, too, um, because I've been to therapy many of times, and, um, I could not relate to the person that was not a, just for me. I needed someone else black. I was so happy when I did get a black sister that I was able to keep it real because she made me realize you're not sick. It's your situation. It's my situation. Sometimes our life causes situations that make us more stressed and people are not looking at the things that we, we don't share everything with them. I don't feel comfortable sharing because I don't need you calling CPS or this or that. I don't need them problems. So I'm not going to share everything with you because you mandated reporters and y'all going to take it wrong. Um, so, yeah, you're right. We need black people that represent us. For me, I need someone black for myself. I need someone that I can relate to. I need someone that I could speak freely to. And we don't always have that. I've only had maybe one and a half people and she didn't stay long because they moved her. Um, I didn't have that at Kaiser. Kaiser, I actually wouldn't even go back and get services at Kaiser. They keep calling me. I ain't going back to get no services because y'all don't have no black people. They could not, they could not um, provide me a black person because that's what I requested. And they could not provide that. We don't have enough black people trained. And it's important for black people to get trained. We need that in the prison system. We need people in the prison system to be trained to be therapists and psychiatrists and peer support. Um, and it's another thing that the other brother said about what freed my brother, my father from a life sentence is because he went into education. Like he went into the library because he had to peel his own stuff. You know, we spend so much money on lawyers and he got a life sentence. You know what I'm saying? Um, so if it wasn't for my father working for himself and fighting for himself and pulling himself and, and studying, he would not have got his appeal to get out off of his life sentence when he was in Soledad. So that that education part, what he says. If it wasn't for him doing the work, my father would still been in jail. And he was in there for weed. Can you imagine going to jail for weed, for, for life, <laughs> out of all the stuff he used to do in his life? Um, so, you know, I, that, I just wanted to say that. So I'm glad that he brought that up. That's important for our brothers out there to know that that education is important. Yeah, I'm glad you said that. That helped me a lot, like for me choosing when it's time or when I decide to. Yeah, thank you. And um, Jesse, uh, you want to respond to that or are you good? Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, I got some. Um, to me, a therapist, it doesn't matter what, what color the therapist is. What matters, because a therapist is just a coach. They're just somebody that inspires you to open up to your own self, whether you do it verbally or in your brain. And it's just about the person and or myself going there wanting to know something for myself. It has nothing to do with nobody else. It's just a, a search and seek something out that I've been trying to hide for myself. So it's just a good therapist will coach you 
like a basketball coach or a football coach would, you know, they coach you around that corner. Go on, you're you gonna get hit, going around that corner. You know, it's only gonna hurt that first time. Going around that through that post. But it's now, Jesse, I, I I respect what you're saying, but have you had the choice like um like um like like Denise had, have you had a white one and have you had a black one to be able to make that decision? Yes, I have. Okay, okay. Yeah, I just I wanted had, to check on that. I had I had one and a black lady. I had a couple of black, I have one now, a black lady that's a, uh, a therapist. I have a black lady and an uh, Asian lady. Okay. Well, actually, she's, she's an African lady. Yeah. Right, right, right. We got a lot of Africans that's, that's yeah. professional, y'all. Yeah. And like. Yeah, but they listen. As long as they listen and they guide you, you know, because they don't know what you're looking for. Only person that knows what you're looking for is us. And, and that's what they do. They just... They 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 catch on the stuff you're saying and coach coach it out of you. No, but I, I kind of agree with that too because even with Africans, um, they they like with people black people that's born in America, they feel that we feel like we're more privileged in a way. They feel that we should be more acceptable what's going on in society. But our ancestors was the actual ones that was here that was doing that work. Um, and because they think that we're stupid for even wanting reparations and different stuff like that, they was like, just shut up and just accept what America's giving you. Um, kind of like thinking we're crybabies. I watch different um TED talks and different stuff like that from people that was actually from Africa, and it is a it is a, a gap between the two um races, even though we're considered all black and you know African American are just African. It, it is a gap between blacks that's in America and blacks that's in Africa. Yeah, bro, it's, it's, it's deep. So yeah, so like like like. Remember, uh, you're talking uh, how they were like they they think they're better. They want to separate them, but oh, we like the locals. Man, look, y'all, we it's a whole this lot of way. Stuff to get there. Like this is a whole uh, 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 podcast in itself, and I want to have some Africans here, though, right, to talk about it. But I have to speak to people, um, and one particular uh, lady, you know, like I, certain races don't want us don't don't want uh, us to marry with the blacks. Well, guess what? You got Africans feeling like that. Mess me up. Said, you know what? Oh, you with that American brother? You with that? Probably calls the N word. Are you with that nigga? What you doing with that nigga though? So what I'm saying is that what Kurt just said, and like I said, I'm my all. I'm, I love my Africans. I don't care. I don't care how you feel about me. You understand my. You understand my plight. I still love you. Like you from the motherland. I don't. I never been there, but I, but I love the motherland because I know that it gives me who I am. Right. So the point about that is this. We've been through a certain thing, uh, uh, being raised and born in America, like we've been here. So all the memories of the slavery that our uh, brother Baba talked talk to us about, all of that stuff resonate in our genes, y'all. Just because we wasn't born and, and we didn't go through slavery, the stuff been passed on. And I'm not talking about the slavery stuff. I'm talking about the lack of opportunities, the lack of this, the, the, the miseducation and all of that stuff. Intentionally, so people come here from another country, is they don't have those things, they don't have those cellular memories, they don't have those stuff going on. They got their own country stuff, don't get me wrong, they ain't perfect, but that's why they can come here and be successful um, on the surface like us. We don't know what's going on internally, y'all. We don't know what's going on inside, right? But, but they know how to go get to these resources. Right? And that's one thing that I'm saying, like, we need to, uh, we need to change that. We need to uh, develop a way to work Keep them getting the resource. That's cool, but we need to get some too, though, right? Because we, like, like Denise said, I'm in the hood, y'all. 
something going on over here. Y'all don't trip. It ain't me. It's my neighbors, right? We want to be able to get some resources that we, we can keep on increasing our opportunities, right? My boy Marcus said, I'm in the mountain. He probably don't got no neighbors. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's, 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 it's steps, stages, and degrees to this thing. And, and um, one more thing I want to mention, too, with, with uh, Kurt. And thank you, bro, for that, that question. Like I say, that's, that's, this, this is tough. Like, when we start talking about this stuff, it gets tough now. Uh, but I ain't going to switch us up right quick. I know you're good at doing that, brother. <laughs> I'm going back to what we talked about with this, yeah, this self-care and this uh, stress management as it relates to our resource thing. Because I just want to throw something out there, y'all, to y'all right now. It's 530. So I want to throw something out there to y'all about this. I'm going to say one, two, three. I'm going to say four words. I want y'all to grab this stuff. Uh, uh, whoever was here when Joseph came here, he mentioned this stuff. And ever since he mentioned this stuff, y'all, like he's got that red light going on, man, the light's been going off in my head like crazy. I can't stop. So these words, four words. One word is live experiences. Lock that down. That's going to be our jargon. That's going to be our language, y'all. Live, Marcus said, I've been, been home 17 years. I did about 20 years. How much live experience does this man have? And on different levels, right? Uh, and then the, the other two words is uniquely qualified. Mm -hmm. So all these people with these master's degrees and stuff, you say, look at us. Look at yourself. Look at yourself. And we're just going to... Man, we got to filter this stuff. We got to, uh, we got to, we call, you know how we rough around the edges? We had to like uh, uh, polish ourselves off and like sharpen ourselves up. That's what this is all about. That's what this core group is going to be doing because we got work to do. And it's not just about, uh, yeah, Tank just getting home right now. He's trying to get stuff together. But once he gets, like you say, he got a job interview. He gets some stuff going on. He's going to want to do some other stuff. And we, it, it, it's things to do. So I think that we are so uniquely qualified. One thing I want to start us doing is um, like this support group that we have, as well as the podcast, we're going to get experience at co-hosting this kind of stuff, right? Right. Where, because Kurt mentioned it, Kurt say, uh, like, I got these people that, that rely on me. Yeah, I feel like that we we rely on each other, but I, um, I purposely, you know, put a lot of load on myself. Only to get to this place, though, where I got... You want to go talk? You want to talk to the mic? Come on, we talk to the people, though. Right. Now, I just was wondering because I'll be thinking about this a lot, and I'll be wondering, like, do he sleep? <laughs> I always be wanting to do Rick sleep because he helped people over there in the city. He's trying to run this, and you got to meet this person. You got. I was, I was really curious as to how much sleep you get, and and then now here we is, we talking about sleep, so. It's amazing how the energy just come full circle. You know what I mean? But yeah, that's it. That's all. Man. I'm so glad that you can jump in any time, bro. I'm so glad you mentioned that. And yeah, man, I've been I've been feeling it, y'all. And then like with this event we plan, I'm gonna try to share something with y'all. This event we planning, um, this thing is this thing is tough, man. This thing is like a lot of work, you know. Uh like you say, talking to people, uh people wanna have People don't want to give people money. You know what I'm saying? They want to make sure that there's a relationship or something like that, right? And we don't have money, so we need people to give us money, you know? Uh, like, donate money to us so we can keep going, you know? 
and it's a lot of work. So I just feel like that it's about time that we start to do this thing that we, like the whole goal, we all leaders, right? But the whole goal is like the, um, we are, Returning Citizens Association, but it's also a business. Um, there, there's things that you have to understand, like like uh, Chop Top say about uh, the uh, the space for our Zen Garden. So like that's just not something that we like from the hood. We just walk up and just start building a garden. <laughs> but in the business, you just can't do that. You know, in, in in the real world, you just can't do that and and expect it to be sustained. And like my thing is, what we put together here is going to be sustainable, whether I'm here or not, y'all. Whether I'm here or not, somebody gonna be here. Man in or woman in this ship, because we're gonna put some things in place. And the money I'm asking for just for this event, let me tell y'all, the money I'm asking for this event is not just to spend for the event. We asking for more money than the event costs. Because we need to have resources to do the work that we need to do. So this is but this is an opportunity, a huge opportunity for us to do stuff that we never did before. And for us to, you know, learn things we never learned before. So one thing is about like facilitating this. The support group. This is serious business, y'all. Um, um, like facilitating this kind of this, this support group when you you know you guys are a co-host. Like it's serious business. You got people that have come here and they're gonna share stuff with us that they probably never would share with anybody, right? And I share stuff with us that I never would share with anybody. And I just want to not be laughed at or joked, you know, uh, uh, ridiculed. You know, we don't do that anyway. But y'all know what I'm talking about, right? You gotta know how to handle that stuff when um, people come up and um, I give example. Uh, we have uh, well, I'm gonna keep going. Uh, facilitating the group is important, and then the podcast, um, uh, uh, hosting a podcast. That's a whole another level, though. You know, this this is this is skills y'all are learning, and this is this is marketable stuff y'all can use. You know, speaking skill, all of that. But that helped me a lot, you know, uh, like Kurt was saying, like that helped me a lot because, um, and when it comes to co-hosting our meetings and stuff, like you have to learn, we have to teach you how, uh, things about the Zoom. Like Zoom, uh, we use Zoom right now. That's our platform that we own. Uh, we could change it um, at any time. We had this uh, sponsor that wanted us to change our podcast to their their uh, platform. And I thought it was pretty cool because their platform gives us Anybody who listens to our podcast, we can get their emails and their names, like all the information. You know how, like, when you log into Spotify? Well, we don't get that information now from Spotify or somewhere like that. But if we use a different platform, we could get that information. And it can be very useful. But they want to be a sponsor, but they want us to pay. I said, motherfucker, you know where I'm from? <laughs> you want me to pay to use your shit, and you say you sponsoring me. Bruh. That ain't gonna sound right. You say, well, you're gonna give us a code that we can get to people, and every time they use it, they we get paid. I said, yeah, that sounds good, but first of all, you need to do something as a sponsor. You know what I'm saying? I can't bring this back to my people. I didn't tell y'all that. I didn't bring that shit back to my people like that. Yeah, this dude was in sponsor for Mars Man, he was in Europe, y'all. He was in the UK and he black. So I'm like, oh yeah, here we go, y'all. Remember talking about we paying money to, to be a sponsor. Get out of here. So and that's the kind of stuff we gotta be able to uh manage. We gotta be able to think about um like I haven't been doing it a lot, y'all. Um, I'm just being natural here, though, right? But certain things we don't want, we we can't like, like say or like we got to edit out and stuff like that, you know? Because <laughs> just just for the sake of being, uh, yeah, for the sake of trying to get sponsored. Good point. But anybody got something to add to this? Because I that's a great point that Kurt raised, and it's about self care and stress. Because I'm stressed the fuck out. But guess what? Let me tell y'all this too. 
do do some uh, updates about the event. I'm stressed out today, the 27th. I'm leaving the country, y'all, in about a week or so. I'm going to some place called Cozumel, Mexico. Oh my God, I don't even know where the hell that's at. But hopefully, I can go and rejuvenate myself and come back here and let's go crazy. Why do you think I started planning this thing? You know, this time because I know I'm be gone for about five, six days, but I'm coming back. And when I come back, we got to hit the ground running because we don't have much time. Uh, March 11 gonna come fast. It seems like it's a long time away. It's gonna come fast. And I'm walking by faith, y'all. I don't go. We don't got the money. We don't got the money. I'm walking by faith. We got. Uh, we got promise. Uh, so we got. Danny gave us five hundred dollars uh, uh, for the building. Marcus uh, threw in two hundred, so we got. Uh, are we down twenty four hundred? We need twenty four hundred to lock the building down. The other six thousand haven't came yet, so I can't count that. We Denise gave us fifty. Right, Denise gave us fifty. So actually, we down twenty three fifty. Denise was Denise was the first one donated for our event. When I told her about, it, she said, "Oh, you know, fifty dollars." I'm like, "What the hell?" So I know I probably said a lot, but 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 Kurt one one uh, spearheaded this week talking about how. Like, yeah, man, you know, it's, it's, it's heavy, y'all. We all leaders, and um, leadership is heavy, you know, uh, sometimes because we have to be there. We have to be there, you know, um, people rely on us, people count on us. It's like us. Like, we're going to we be dependent on you. Come on, man. We was very dependent on the streets when it's time to get down, right? And uh, this is a different level, and we want to take it to another level. After this event, I'll say the last thing I'll say, and y'all can jump in. After this event, what I'm hoping, I'm walking by faith, I'm hoping that, Again, like I said, we have funds over, left over from the event. Enough to, I'm going to make a big go. Well, oh, wait, let me tell you all this. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. I forgot. I forgot. I forgot. Oh, shit. So the planning committee, y'all, did these know about the planning committee? So the planning committee, we had two meetings. We started this thing on the 7th. We had our first meeting on the, no, the 14th. First planning committee meeting on the 14th. Got six women on there. It's more than that, but I just be adding them. Keep adding them, right? <laughs> All professional women in their own right. My wife ain't on there. So we go do some tributes to them. I don't want her to know everything. <laughs> nah. But yeah, she's not on there. But we got all these women. The, the thing I want to say, we just added this white lady from England, man. One of my coworkers. She's a beautiful lady, man. She, she's a part of this Buddhist committee, uh, community. San Francisco Buddhist Center. Man, she went back told them about our event that we got planned, told them a little bit about us. February is Black History Month. So sometimes these communities like to, you know, get connected to the, uh, uh, the culture. There you go. So they're going to watch the movie called 13. That's the first thing they're going to watch, right? We all know what that's about. Then they did, she asked me to do an interview with her about our organization because our event coming up. I'm thinking I'm going to go pitch some people, right? Man, look, before we can do the interview, she just sent me a message back say, look, my community center just approved all of February donations to your organization. Oh! Concerned citizen resource alert. Man, y'all, that's awesome. And one thing about that is like we, we, we got a fiscal sponsor, so we, get, we sponsored by a 501c3 organization, so all those donations will be tax deductible. But that was one of the things that kind of like there's a little hesitant because by us not having that 501c3 and uh, we didn't talk much about like our fiscal sponsorship because I kind of like, like something nothing to talk about unless you're talking about giving us some money. You know what I'm saying? Like I want to talk about stuff. We don't talk about everything, but that's important for people to understand that. So, you know, uh, when there's a little hesitant, I had to 
So hey, you know what? Yeah, yeah, we official. You know, we might we might just look like this, but we official. And he's like, yeah, all right. And it all worked out, y'all. You know, um, hold on. My wife has something to say. Bet you have something to say about this stuff. I just want to mention that, y'all, uh, about this lived experiences that how we uniquely qualified and how we're gonna start. Uh, but that's if, if y'all willing to, I mean, if y'all want to, uh, whoever want to uh, like do some co-hosting and um, um, like facilitating stuff, let me know. Because we got to do a little bit of training, though. We got to figure out like how this thing works, you know, and things of that nature. You know, I think that we're going to be fine. I think it's going to be great. And then y'all can y'all can see me um, in a different capacity. Like, I'll be out here getting this money, man. I'm going out here to talk to these people that, you know, they don't know about us. But, you know, we are... Um, we are, yeah, yeah, we coming in and like we, uh, like we need it though. Like everybody on here ain't thinking about committing crimes, right? You know what I'm saying? So that helping, that's helping the crime, the crime rate. That's helping all this stuff. Think about if all of us are still plotting and planning, man. They in trouble. Or we in trouble. Somebody in trouble though. You know what I'm saying? Cause we ain't stopping, bro. Can't nobody stop us. Who gonna stop us? Come on, man. So yeah. I just want to mention that stuff. Uh, let's see. Did I miss anything, y'all? Come on. Come on, let me talk. Anybody? Hey, this what we ride on now. We ride on this right here. I read. And, and, and that is faith in Swahili. Yes, yes, yes. That's what we operating on. We operating on faith on this thing, y'all. I read. Beautiful. Uh, my wife has something to say. What you have, honey? She went away. So, uh, you, you were now, saying four words. Oh, I, I'm sorry. <laughs> I had to leave to go pick up the kid. But I was just going to, can y'all hear me? Okay. Wait, wait, honey, honey, one second. Let me just uh, uh, get his name. Did I say the four words? Okay. Um, you said um, lived experience. Lived experience, that's one. Qualified. Yeah, so, so lived experience, two. make that a check. Lived experiences, that's, put that as your, these are going to be our titles. Lived experience, that's one. This going to be connected to uh, people who go to school and get all this uh, all this theoretical training. That means just this thinking about it, right? But it's different than lived experience. Um, we're going to go more into this, but let's keep going. And then that's, that's the two words, but it's like a one thing. Like that's the two words, lived experience. And the other one is uniquely qualified. Those are four words I said I was going to mention. There's more to that, but just the lived experience and the uniquely qualified stuff is what put us in a position to be like, I'm certified doing this work that uh, Denise talked about, like a peer peer support. Now I'm a case manager. A lot of that stuff happened based on my lived experience, right? I got a little bit of education while I was in, in prison, but I wasn't able to go past a certain, certain thing. You know what, though? My training with all this, uh, uh, like this stuff that we're doing now, I was doing this on the inside. And that's what helped me out to be able to come home and be able to, hey, Troy, welcome, brother. How you doing? To, to be able to go uh, do some of this stuff uh, like that's under this, 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 uh, like, like a Department of Public Health stuff, you know, partnering with San Francisco County and stuff and all that stuff that I'm, that I'm doing every day, y'all. I can't believe it. I got to piss myself every day. But I'm saying, it ain't just me. All of y'all, everybody here got this live experience and uniquely qualified. It's just in your field. 
I'm an academic dude, right? So I like to think and stuff like that. Everybody ain't like that. Some people trade, right? They can do the shit, shit with their hands and, and on and on and on. But we have this uniquely, uh, we are uniquely qualified. We had this lived experience and now we're just going to use it. <laughs> now we're just going to use it in a way that we're impact, it's impactful, you know, and it's positive, right? Okay. Right, oh, so what's the other two? Are there two more words? Four words. No, nah, that was the four words. Um, they just two, two in each word. But I like how you kept him on track, though, because I thought he had forgot about the other two, too, though, Denise. So I like that. Okay. <laughs> I just wanted to make sure. Thank, Thank you. And because... because uh, 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 because Troy just came, I'm, uh, I'm gonna give him a chance, uh, uh, a chance to uh, introduce himself and, and uh, tell a little bit of stuff about himself. Um, yeah, let me chime in and let's see what I was saying. Is. So this related, this is relate in, in relation to the work that we're doing. That right now it's being recognized. What you need, bro? Okay, yeah, it's being recognized by some people because they know how to. Uh, speak this jargon and they know how to do this documentation and they know how to present themselves in front of the right people. I'm saying that we have that same, if not more, capacity. It just all got to be uh, pulled out of us, you know, uh, refined again, like I say. And I, um, anybody who's interested in that kind of stuff, uh, like I say, hosting this podcast, uh, hosting our support group meetings, um, doing so. That's why I put that whole class note or thing in the, uh, in, in the chat because. I want y'all to read that. And today we just focus on number eight, which is self-care stress management. What we learned about the importance of self-care and stress management and in the process of reentry, how we access these support services. But it's seven other things on there. And we can uh, start to train it off like somebody picking one of those and then we go through the whole process. You know, like they were the one um, hosting it or uh, facilitating the group. All right. This is stuff I'm throwing out there and then I'll tell y'all about the uh, event updates. Troy, what's up, brother? How are you? Good, man. Uh, we just like to uh, it, 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 introduce yourself to the group. Uh, tell them a little bit about you. Say whatever you want like. Are we talking about uh, self-care and stress management today? The group, I am a serial entrepreneur. I own a couple of businesses. Um, <clears throat> I am currently expanding some of my businesses into Uganda and into Europe. And, uh, you know, th just doing a lot of, you know, making sure that I come back and give back to the community and try to help point uh, people in the right direction. You know, that may have been uh, in the wrong direction at some point in their life, like we all have been. But, you know, just trying to come back, reach back and uh, help bring up some other people. Well, thank you, brother. Um, and thank you for uh, being able to uh, chime in with us. I know it's a big game on a lot of people like football. Uh, we pretty much at the end, though, y'all. Um, anybody have any closing words? Like I say, like we was talking about this resource thing. Uh, we're talking about uh, seeing fitting to talk about self care and stress management. We had eight different topics to pick from, but it seemed fitting to talk about self care and uh, stress management because we heard a couple people mention some things about that, and that's good, man. Um, and y'all been my, y'all been my self care and my stress, or or, or, or y'all been a part of my self care and stress management. But yeah. I think, um, last thing, uh, Denise. But I think uh, Kurt hit it, and I got to do better. Um, and 
And the way I'm going to do better is I'm going to ask us to operate off of our logo and I'm going to bring in y'all, uh, some people here, uh, which is y'all to uh, help us, help us out, you know, and like, we're going to, we're going to spin this thing around. You know, sometimes it's going to be on me. Sometimes it's going to be on me. It's four Sundays in a month. Uh, we're going to try to have some of them Sundays is going to be co-hosted, you know? And that, and, um, if, if I need to be, um, I'm always be here, but if I need to be active, then I will. But if I don't, that's awesome. Right. And it's just help us out, you know? And, uh, who knows who has a, uh, like, like I know I, I don't trip on our stats. My thing is about us keeping this thing going and keep getting better. You know, did you have something? About internet's messing up. Um, sorry about Troy. I'm sorry that I, I sent the link late. Um, I think he was trying to get in with the link from yesterday. Um, but, um, I also wanted to, uh, to add the ITE to those words and the ITE is on the evidence because that's important that we tell people they're always asking me why I put ITE behind my name because you know how everybody got them <laughs> initials behind their name you know I got them on my business card the ITE I'm the evidence um, because it works we, wow we, we work because we um, we work with each other to help us get through this if I didn't have my peers to work with me I wouldn't have made it through some of the things that I would be in jail. I'm going to be honest. Um, because I wow. could sit up and I tap out a whole negative. Anyways, that's another story. Um, <laughs> so I'm trying to stay on thank the positive. You. Oh, thank you, Truck, for I'm coming. I just sent him the link. So that's why he's just getting in late. Um, and I do like, I, I oh, Troy, I, I, I text uh, um, what he had put in the chat earlier. Because sometimes when you come in late, you don't see the chat. Right. With the chat. And I really like that we're going down those lists mm -hmm. uh, and picking activity to talk about because that means a lot to me because we have to be learning something to keep evolving. So that's very important and education for me. And I also want to learn how to be a co-host too because that's not one of my strengths to speak. Um, that's probably why I've always kind of like networked with other women so that they can speak for me um, because that's not my strong suit. And I, I, I see that it's important for me to learn how to communicate better. So I like that. Thanks. You're welcome, Denise. Sure, you want to add something there? You good? No, I'm 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 good. I um was just thinking like uh, something that you as soon as I had logged on, I heard you say something about you know we all have our strengths, and that's definitely something that I would be looking forward to uh, learning everybody's strengths so I can try to point them in the right direction of you know becoming an entrepreneur because there's more than enough resources out there, and I just don't think that a lot of people know how to get them or you know it, it's not so easy and that's you know why I want to you know offer my help just to create more entrepreneurs because with more entrepreneurs we can start to hire other people that look like us and we can begin to give back to the community and as as a group versus one guy here one guy there that's the whole goal right there but that's why we're talking about this let me read this thing about our event and let's, let's go into that before we close so I can let y'all know okay. uh I need I need y'all help. Um, I started it off. Y'all see the, uh, the little social media post I was trying to make. So uh, we just got a first first little flyer up. Uh, we got a whole team involved in that, but we kind of beating them to the punch because, man, we got to get the stuff out there. We got to get the, uh, the, uh, the sponsorship that we're looking for. Uh, and once we're done with that, then we can sit back. So I'm going to read some of the language that the uh, committee and all came up with, and then y'all can uh, we can talk about it couple minutes. 
So our thing is, it, it's called a, a Rebuilding Lives Fundraiser event, right? So the fundraiser event, uh, we're going to sell $25 tickets. We're going to sell $75 VIP tickets. We're only going to have about 100 of them, so we're not going to raise a whole bunch of money, but we're hoping to raise some, you know? Um, because every week that we come in, in this building, it costs us money. And returning citizens don't have no products right now, so I don't know how we're going to... Now, let me go. So rebuilding, uh, rebuilding Lives Fundraiser event. Our theme is, thanks to Denise, I had to do research on this, y'all. Nothing about us without us. I researched this thing. This was a movement. I always like me, like I said, I'm an academic dude. So I take the words and I do etymology on it. I want to find out where it, where it came from, you know, origin, right? So anyway, yeah, this is this is a real thing, y'all. And it's, it's, it's so fitting for us. It's so fitting for us. Okay. The theme is nothing about us without us. And I'll, I'll explain that whole thing to y'all too. Not today, though. Introduction. The Returning Citizen Association is proud to announce its upcoming fundraiser event. Rebuilding Lives on March the 11th, 2023, from 4 p.m. to 7 p.m. at the California Ballroom in Oakland, California. And just right quick, while I'm reading that, I want y'all to look at this thing, because uh, uh, I want us to have this thing, though. I want us to have this spot. But if we don't come up with the money, somebody's going to book it, because they like to have this spot. Like, like this is a spot where they go chill at. Uh, do they what they call a... Uh, uh, galas. They do the galas at, at, at this spot right here, y'all. Okay, I'm gonna share it with y'all right quick. Stand up. Okay, gala, right? I'll give y'all a couple pictures of it. Okay, so can y'all nice. see that? Yeah, can that y'all see nice. that? Oh my. Gosh, can you see this? Okay, so let me keep reading. Hold on. So, man, we doing big, y'all. We stepping it up because, again, like I said, like we want to just legitimize ourselves, but we also want to give our tribute to our women. Like I, I want y'all to, um, as 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 a group, like we can talk about this offline, um, to, uh, like individually. But I want those of us here who are married, think about something that you can say and really, 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 really special about your mate about your woman, and if she can be in the building where she can hear you say that, or about your daughter, or about your mother, or about any woman that had a positive impact on you. I want our guys to be able to, hopefully your mate could be with you, because that'd be so awesome. And we figure out a way to do that, do that tribute to them. Uh, Denise talking about, uh, she mentioned something about flowers, that like we haven't come up with it yet. She mentioned something about like giving them flowers over there. I had this thing about I want to buy stuff. Uh, my committee's like, Ricky, how you gonna do a fundraiser? You gonna buy stuff for the people, man? You know, so they they trying to find creative ways to do stuff, right? So again, like I say, um, let me just keep reading. California Ballroom. This event will raise funds for RCA's mission of increasing the economic, political, and social capital for returning citizens in the United States. All proceeds from the event will go towards funding the ongoing work of returning citizens. Event description. Excuse me. The theme of the event is nothing about us without us, which emphasizes the importance of giving returning citizens a voice and agency in their own rehabilitation and reintegration into society. The event will feature a tribute to mothers, daughters, and sisters, music, a fashion show featuring the returning citizens' streetwear merchandise, 
and speeches from returning citizens who have benefited from the organization's service. Speeches from the members. You hear me? Y'all got to speak on it, man. Tell us what y'all what y'all getting out of this thing. Okay. Music and fashion show. The event will feature a diverse lineup of local musicians uh, who will perform a mix of genres to keep the crowd entertained throughout the evening. We're going to be there for three hours. Actually, three and a half hours. We've got a VIP section from, from 7 to 7.30. Uh, and we need some security, y'all. We need some security. We need some security. We're letting everybody know where we at, what time we're going to be at, and all that. You know we need some security. Um, not saying that we negative or nothing like that, but we just want to always... We protecting our assets, y'all. We want this thing to go on forever and ever and ever. Uh, the event will feature... Oh, the first line of the fashion show will showcase RCA streetwear merchandise, which is designed and created by returning citizens. The fashion show will be a unique opportunity to see the creative talents of returning citizens as well as support our efforts to reintegrate into society. And this is a little thing that this lady wrote about our, our, our merchandise. She said, from prison block to city street, returning citizens embraces all of our brothers and sisters who are in need of support, dialogue, and resources to achieve social justice. Uh, what's, the number one way align, what's the number one way to show alignment with a call? Some people may choose to promote a hashtag or put a, a bumper sticker on the back of their car. But returning citizens is solidifying our street credibility by promoting our organization in the form of streetwear. Apparel allows for one to quickly draw associations and for the person wearing the clothing to make a statement with style. Socializing returning citizens as a brand that uplifts spirits and saves people from recidivism is best done within the communities that are hardest hit by the prison industrial complex. I really like what she's doing about that. Our organization's mission to provide safe harbors to formerly incarcerated individuals throughout America is a reiteration of our motto, nothing about us without us. Each time someone dons an article of clothing with a returning citizen logo, they are making an emphatic statement with resources to back it up, along with an army of experts, leaders, and family that will walk hand in hand with, with America's returning citizens to rebuild their lives together. So I just wrote, I mean, I, I just read a little bit of stuff about what our event is about, it's, 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 it's about a lot of things. It, it definitely includes y'all, and I want to figure out, like, uh, today is the 22nd. Next week, I think we should probably talk about uh, who could be available and that type, of, that type of stuff, who could be available, uh, who want to be a part of the, uh, like, the stuff we have to do there. We have to be about setting up, cleaning up. We've got to figure out like what it is that we want to do. What what can we do? So anybody who interested to talk about that stuff, we can talk about it right here. Uh or we can talk about it offline. It's five fifty nine right now. We have to leave. So I'm gonna give us five uh wait, so I said a lot, so let's give everybody a chance to uh comment and then we're gonna leave. So we have to uh, be out of here by six. So it's five fifty five. Y'all come on. Unmute yourself, I'm not gonna touch the news no more. Real quick, um I just wanted to put a point on. Um, one of the ladies at the meeting made a very clear point. When you see somebody in these sweaters, that is a person um, that we want them to recognize that logo, that that person is doing better in their life and they represent. What did she say? She said something that was so powerful. Represent, they healed. Um, they healed. She said they represent healing. She said they healed. When they, when they see us in this, they say like, them brothers is on their shit. Them ones is on their <laughs> shit right there. And them ladies too. They on their shit. They ain't bullshit. Those ladies. This is a mentor program also. 
Um, and another thing, oh, when you do get the signups, maybe like three people I can do an interview with so I can put something together. Um, so you can have wait, wait, something either to play on your web. Oh, to do yeah, an interview. So You're like, maybe I can do it. I know I'm going to yeah. do one for Larry out here, maybe Danny, but I can get his story because they're close and definitely you. But maybe, you know, we'll get to the other side. But if whoever's going to speak, if I can just maybe do a little interview with them. Thank you for mentioning that, too, and that's uh, it. Uh, Denise. Thank you. Let me say this, too. So, uh, Denise is good with that camera. Denise, is, is, is uh, she's going to be, like, helping us market and promote this event. So, when it comes to, like, the videos and the pictures and stuff, y'all, we want to make more flyers. So, if you have any pictures and stuff you want to uh, um, uh, have on the flyers or have uh, uh, somewhere on, on the video or something, send me the pictures. Y'all got my number. Send me your pictures. Send me stuff. Um, and then we'll find out when we can all get together and start um do like a photo shoot, you know, we take pictures, take videos, take, uh, things of that nature. All right. Who else? Oh, I just want to say I apologize for being late. <laughs> it, 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 I'm usually not late for a lot of things, and I apologize for that. My boy right here say, better late than never, brother. We, man, <laughs> we, we accept you, man. We accept you good. Thank you. Uh, I was going to say, just to circle back on Kurt and Denise with the counseling, my first counsel counselor, she was actually a psychiatrist. So she was a licensed psychiatrist. She was black lady. And I left from those sessions with my mouth opened. And I was just like, what? But it's just so good to have a per different perspective and to be open to other forms of doing things, just new things that's different from you. My second counselor, she was like a hippie lady. She was white. She was very, she was like in outer space. But, but she did tell me, you know, she gave me some literature, like what to read. And it's, it's more like talking to yourself. Taking the step to actually admit that there's any kind of issue is in itself healing actually communicating with another human being who's receptive to what you're saying, even if they don't understand where you're coming from, is also a form of healing for yourself. So really, for me, it was like a mirror. I was really talking to myself and knowing that I was taking the right steps that I needed for self-help at the time, because I was like, I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to go down, I'm going to go up. And I know that this will help me. So um, I have had different um, ethnicities. I tried not to, me, I'm Hispanic, like they're not my ethnicity, you're one of them. And then the other two ladies were, were white, you know what I mean? But I didn't even think of it like that. I just thought of it like, you know, I got to do what I got to do to get to where I need to get to. And right now I need to talk to somebody and I can't put this off on my family or my friends because that's not fair. Like they can only do so much. So it was, you know, if the opportunity presented itself, it did. So that's all I was going to share <laughs> about that. Thank you, love. Anybody else got it? Any closing comments? Anything to say? Um, I just want to say that um, I agree with Rich White. I don't. I don't think. I mean, in some cases, maybe, uh, maybe um, ethnicity plays a role in, in better therapy because I just believe the best therapists are are the best way to recover. You somebody who actually goes through it. I don't think a person that just reads something from a book can help you better than somebody who went through a life experience with, with the issue you're serving. Now, I'm not saying that the other people aren't good because some of them are because when my son died, it was a, she was a, actually she was a Latin lady that, that I was, 
that I was counseling to, but I was talking to um three times a week and it was satisfying for me just releasing it and talking about it because I was holding in because like when your kid died, um I don't want to say people give you sad eye, but it's like people and then sometimes it might just be be the person himself that you feel like people don't want to talk to you or people oh here, here this nigga come again with his baby and I'm talking about you know, so you don't say nothing. So to have a counselor there that would actually listen, you know, to my grief and then give me um you know, give me signs of affirmation for certain things that I said and certain ways that I shared it. Uh it was um it was gratifying and, and, and it did a lot for me. So, I mean, you know, you just kind of, you could tell somebody really is for you or for recovery and what you're doing by the way they interact with you. I'll just say that. And I think it's important to pay attention to that and how they, you know, how they talk to you, the questions they ask you and stuff like that. They let you know if they really engage in, 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 in helping you. And I'll I just say that. Uh, yeah. I'll just keep it at that. All right. Well, thank you, Brother Mo. Uh, yeah, y'all. So we gonna we gonna close up. Um, uh, I don't want to keep y'all too long. Clock. Time for us to roll up out of here. Uh, thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, let's see. Any any update? Yeah. Uh, just give me those pictures and those uh videos if you want. Oh, oh no, the pictures and let me know. Who's who who uh is interested in co-host, support, facilitating, lighten the load for you guys. Let me get over here trying to put up put back on my student tie and go get it. <laughs> you know? I just thank y'all support I mean I thank y'all for the support and like uh man, everything that y'all represent, man. I know you guys. I know you guys. Everybody around here, I understand it, man. I feel your energy. It, it, oh, yeah. Can you email me that that letter so I can send it to um, um, Miss Monica Brown, the um, board of supervisors, because she says she would do Absolutely. a donation. Right now, all but let me get it to her. Y'all hear this though? Y'all hear this? So y'all, hey, I'm telling y'all this. This logo is real only because I started the organization. That don't mean that I'm the just best. That don't mean that. It just mean that I had the foresight to say like we need something. And I pull us, us together, and I'm telling y'all, my plan is I'm gonna put us all together, and I'll be like this. <laughs> I'm gonna sit back and I'm gonna watch us work. You know, this ain't my first company. This ain't the only company. We got a lot of things going on. We trying to get cracking. But I feel like that if I bring y'all in and y'all just all this energy, all this creativeness, and all these networkers that we got that we, that we got collectively, man, my gosh, y'all. The brother's talking about businesses. And uh, so, you know, the country, you know, it's business in the country, right? So, this <laughs> just throw your whole, rip your whole brain off, man, when you talking about this stuff. This is what we talking that about. Wig. So, he blow your wig. Blow my whole wig off. Last thing about the whole hub, y'all return. Imagine this. I want y'all to see this. This, this division, y'all, it's way big. Returning citizen hub. Every city that y'all in right now, there is a returning citizen hub there. Not only is it there to help with uh, the stuff that you do, that's on that uh, sheet in the chat. It's eight. It's eight things on there, right? 
Not only is it there helping you do that stuff, right? Or a space for you to do that stuff, but our hubs, like entrepreneur incubators, meaning that every so often, each one of our hubs has to create a new business. So that means somebody come in there with an idea, we got some resources available. The skills, like we know how to start businesses, you know, and imagine that, y'all. These these uh our returning citizen hub that the people coming home, we helping them get their life together. Us that already been home, we own some other shit. We already been home. We try to get way better to get our life together. We try to get our generation shit together, right? We try to make sure that when we go, that this shit's still going on and that they're gonna be all right, right? So they don't have to go through the stuff we went through. So I'm just saying, like this is it's it's big, though, but. A return to sitting in the hub won't, it's not really huge. It's just like a space. I just say that I want to have uh, a shower in there and like a kitchen because I feel like that it's not going to be some place where people can live at. But if, if, if you had an issue with your wife that night and rather than go driving drunk and going to get fight or whatever, you go to the hub and sleep, man. We don't got no beds in there. It's a motherfucker, what you call them things on, uh, you put on the floor? The uh, the air mattress thing, you know? Yeah, you ain't got, no, ain't got no beds in there. Or Kai, we letting you know, ain't nobody living in this hub, man. This is a hub. This, this is about getting us up. So that's just business, y'all. I'm like, whoo. I need y'all help. I need y'all help so I can do this stuff and we can do this stuff. We can keep this thing going. So just, man, thank y'all. Y'all been helping. So I ain't, I ain't gonna say y'all haven't been helping. Y'all been helping. But now um, the acts is gonna start getting a little bit more active, you know? Um, uh, right now, the, the biggest help that we can do right now, I'm telling y'all right now, the biggest help we can do is push for this event. Let's get as many people we can at this event. Uh, the space hall up to 300 people. So let's get as many people. Um, we'll set the event right up thing this week and start doing the ticket sales. And like I say, if, 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 if the ticket sales go our way, this one number, then we increase the space. But we get up to 300 people, um, 600 people standing, you know, like I ain't going to go all there. But I think that we can get a, a, about 100 people in there at least. Um, and you know, get some resources in there and, and um, people that when they see who we are and what we represent and what we're doing in our personal lives, as a, and then they see how what we're trying to do in the community. Like, people don't want to support that. I say, forget them. You know, I say, we don't need them anyway. Right? Come on, man. Um, again, like, we're not out here promoting bad stuff. We promote economic, political, and social capital, man. We're talking about legitimate jobs, talking about legitimate income, we're talking about not victimizing anybody. Talking about being here for our families. You know, when our kids need us, we they can pick up the phone and call us. We might can't like if they live some far away, we might can't get there right now, but we can definitely be that ear. You know, we, we can definitely be that support that they didn't have that in me. You know, uh, man, I had cell phones and stuff in prison just so I can try to be, be there for my children or when the shit happens. Right? We don't gotta do that no more. We wanna keep promoting this thing. People be home, be safe, be get healed, you know, get better, man. <laughs> Thank you, fellas. Thank you, ladies. Y'all have a good night. I'll see y'all next Sunday. Let's go. Good night, everyone. Good night, everyone. Enjoy your, your Sunday. And many more days ahead of us. Peace. <laughs>